Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Because the whole reason we did this is because we always talk about stuff that we should just record. Mm-hmm. And then we don't do it. Exactly. Until now. What's going on, Matt? Nothing good. Gamers too. <laughs> the shortest intro ever. The cold open. Yeah, so. the cold open. What are we doing? I don't know. Gamers two. Go. Good luck. Hi, I'm Matt. <laughs> That's helpful. And I'm Nate. We're here to talk to you about video games. So put on your loafers and your sweaters. And your get your pipes. And and get on the fucking trolley. Oh. Because we're going to Game Town. Okay, not where I thought we, I, I thought we were loafering in sweaters and pipes, and we were sitting next to a fireside doing a fireside chat. I was going for the Mister Rogers vibe. Oh, he doesn't have a pipe. He doesn't, but he does have loafers, sweaters, and trolleys, and a lot of kids on his laps. That's All right. True. So, uh, <laughs> speaking of uh, ga- Game Town, I I don't know where I'm going to go with segue with that. Have you played anything? It's funny you should phrase the question like that because <laughs> the answer is fucking new. <laughs> Weird. It's almost, like, almost like I knew. <laughs> no, I haven't played anything. Been kind of busy this week, and uh, I'm coming off the Destiny. Let's let's talk uh, about honeymoon. What, let's talk about what you did a little bit this weekend. What did I do this weekend? Because I got Snapchats of people testing out VR. Because after we recorded last week, I believe it was Saturday that you got the VR. That we mm-hmm. joked about you hadn't gotten it. Yeah, you hadn't gotten it. Oh yeah, yeah, and you finally got it. You finally got it delivered. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Samantha played. I have. I played maybe combined PS, twenty PS minutes. VR. Twenty minutes of the VR, maybe, probably not even that much. Samantha's like gone to town on it though. I, which is which I'm impressed by. Yeah, that was kind of weird. I wasn't expecting that. I originally, I, I, I literally put it on, uh, fired up a game, met like looked around for a little bit, and I was like. I want to see Samantha's reaction to this because I've experienced VR. Obviously. Right, we've we've played it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Oh, you got to check this out." And so I like I set her up. You know, it's the right. PlayStation VR, so it's fairly easy. Yeah, put it on. Pretty nice. Tilt the screen a little bit to get blurriness mm-hmm. adjusted, and you're fine. Yep. And initially, her mind was blown because I, she's she's like, "Oh, I got to put my contacts in." I'm like, "No, you don't. You can use the glasses." She's like, "Really?" I'm like, "Yeah." So that was cool. So let's just mind blow you right there. Yep. And then she started. <laughs> I don't know that. I don't, I, I don't know. It's from Dewey. Um, and then she. Shout uh, out, Dewey. You just got called out on a podcast. You could be here. But you're not. Continue. <laughs> um, yeah. So then she starts like messing around. And it's 
the the coolest part of VR world that that like you know combo of games that they give you or sell or whatever is when you're in the menu for the games there's like elements for that are related to that game that float in front of you and you can interact with them with the controller oh did not know that and the controller like it'll be whatever like there's a water game one and it's like a ball of water okay there's like for the London heist one it's like a a a stone ball that's made out of like asphalt and road or actually it might be the luge one but if you hit it with the controller it moves a certain way based on whatever the element it is and the controller vibrates a certain way okay so like there's is that there's using like the, feedback just like the actual controller or using yep, the touch just control? the just the controller okay. i don't i don't have the move yet and uh so sweet she played with that for like 15 minutes oh, of course and then when we started to get into the actual games themselves like now, the, you, now the luge you, one, which was street luge, like genuinely freaked her out because there's like cars and shit like that. Right. And your face fucking down on the yeah. ground. Did now did she play more of the experiences or more of the games? Like heist versus the creative ones? Uh we didn't do anything creative. And I would say like we she did a lot of the games. We did a okay. lot of the VR world games. Like she did those. And then I actually downloaded the VR Play Playroom, which is surprisingly right. good. Oh, okay. And that has games that are interactive between the TV and the headset user. Oh, right. Like the like, ones that you were involved yep. in. I think I remember you talking about those a little yep. bit. And they're like different. So like what I'm seeing on the TV is not what she's seeing, which is kind of cool. Right. That they like and I have to there's somewhere you have to work with with the person who's got the headset on and somewhere you're working against them. Kind of like a keep talking nobody explodes. It's not in yeah. there, but it would be a good example. But moral of the story, she loved it and the obvious downside to the PlayStation VR is the screen resolution is fucking terrible right, for, it's not for the VR. Literally just not the vibe. Yep. But the cool thing is is I think since she's played the VR and she's like likes it a lot, mm-hmm. it opens the door to getting a vibe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. so there's there's four things I want to hit on, mm-hmm. and I don't think any of them I'm about to hit on are available for PlayStation VR, but I would love to be corrected if I'm wrong. Okay. Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes would be hysterical to play it with It is. Her. It is actually available on PlayStation. That should be a, that should be a like, we get that and play that. Mm-hmm. One, and one person, you, you know how it works, one person and 15 yell at him how to defuse a bomb. Oh. I'll have to check because actually last week, I don't know if it's still running, but PlayStation was running a VR sale. They were. I don't know if so. it's still running. Probably not, knowing them. Yeah. Uh, Job Simulator. It's Yeah, it's on the PlayStation. I know that one's on yeah. there because I know Joey played it. Um, There's one called I Expect You to Die. I don't know. I, I don't recall seeing that one. Uh, that one puts you in a bunch of situations where you're going to die. Okay. And it's just kind of how you... like. I can't remember what it was. The most recent clip I saw is that the person is, I don't know if they're standing in a kitchen or what, and they're just going through, going through, and all of a sudden they open something, they have a grenade. They're like, I don't, I, 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 like, what do I do? Like, I have a grenade, and they open, I think it was like a bread drawer or something, and they turn I know, and they open I know what clip you're talking about. And they open the drawer, and they throw it in, and <laughs> it's they, full of grenades. And it's just full of grenades, and they double take, because they're like, wait, that was whole, full of grenades, and then they just shake their hands like, no, and... It's it's that game, but there's a bunch of different scenarios. You end up in a mm. car. There's one where you're in a car and grenade again. But you, like, it's you it's funny you should say that things. because I saw that clip and they were uh they were in a 
a train engine and it was like a conductor's room in a train engine. maybe that's what it was and i was like why the fuck is there grenades there's, in there's, there? there's a bunch of random levers i don't yep. i don't remember where he was but yeah he pulls the grenade and then he opens the door and he's like that's a drawer full of grenades and he throws it in there and then like mm-hmm. looks back and then, it's the oh shit <laughs> it's the uh it's the double take the entire time yep the whole like that whole clip is great it's and i was clip. i was like what the somewhere. fuck is this yeah so. yeah it's i expect you to die um, and then the other one, the joke was going to be rigs because it's free and I want to see her throw up. But I did down, I did download it. Oh God, power to you guys. I would love to just be around and I'll just nurse you guys into being okay. Well, that was but, the whole thing as I, the, one of the first, I knew the game was free from, you know, our previous podcast we were talking about and stuff. By the way, rigs free on PSVR. The first thing I did was down, Til start downloading the it. end of the month. Yeah. I think it's, I, end of it's o- end of, I, I think it's the end of October. It's either end of October or mid November. Yeah. Um, I download it specifically because I want to see how, like, if she could, like, I, it's really fucked up, but I just want to, like, yeah, experiment know. with it's it. It's either that one or I want to put her on, um, Russia Blood. She did get a headache. I mean, granted, she did play the VR for, like, three or four hours straight. She did end up getting a slight headache afterwards. That's impressive. Mm-hmm. I took all of a 15-minute demo to knock me out for an hour and a half. <laughs> well... Granted, completely different situation. I was yeah. playing the worst game I possibly could. I did realize after using it a, a, a good, like a, a few, having it and being able to mess mm-hmm. with it, it there it, it does have like a really good system for like putting it on your head and everything. But it is still like you do have to make a ton of little micro adjustments to get it right. Yeah, you really got to just tilt that stuff. Mm-hmm. And the other so, one I was gonna say that was until dawn's VR Russia blood. Yeah, to get you're, that. you're on the rail cart, mm-hmm. but it's still it's a it's a gallery shooter. Yep. that you're on the rail cart where that can mess with you from like a roll. You're riding a roller coaster, yeah. so it can it can mess with you from that, but it will spook you at the same time. Mm-hmm. So it's either we spook her with that or we put her in VR mode for Resident Evil Seven. I've noticed that the things that, that mess you up is when you don't have control of where you're the motion you're going, like where you're going, right. So, like, Rush of Blood, I could see could really fuck you up. The only thing that might be redeeming about it is I think there's, like, a track you see. Yeah, yeah. So, you that see, might help. You see the rails, which is the the convenience. But what that might be better for me not having control because I had control in rigs. Mm-hmm. And I fucking lost myself. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I would have loved... We did it at the end of the show floor, so there weren't anybody watching us because they were kicking people out. But if there had been people watching us, there's probably moments on my screen where they just see me go and looking down at my mech suit because I can't <laughs> handle what's going on right now. Well, and that's the thing and, is, oh. I think if you could have like if you could have seen your legs moving, it would have helped you at least a little bit stay like feel into your brain a little bit. Maybe I'm not. I'm still not complete because the just the way that you you jump in that game mm-hmm. just fucking launches you straight up into the air yeah and like there's no there's no like prep or anything like you know you hit the button but other mm-hmm. than that it's just it just takes you i could probably play it if i gave myself like i'm gonna if play rig, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna play rigs for a week right i'm gonna play it for i'm gonna start with like 15 minutes and i'm just gonna move 30 minutes the next day and, and, and try to mm-hmm. progress to actually being able to play like an hour's worth by the end of the week I could probably eventually get there where I would just be psyched out of my mind that I would 
be able to do it because I would just get into that world and be like, perfect. I I might be the best rigs player if I close my eyes and just play blind. Who mm-hmm. knows? I'm not sure. But it's just. I also wonder if the lower resolution screen factors into it. What you walk away from me for? I just want I I got sick of like craning oh, yeah, no, weird way to look at you. But um I was just curious. I I have noticed personally that like the lower resolution screen like in circumstances where you need more resolution, more fidelity, it kind of messes with me a little bit mm-hmm. because like it's contradicting to my brain to where like I can move around and I can control what I'm looking at and everything and it looks somewhat 3D but the image isn't clear. So, like, my brain doesn't know how to, like, deal with that. It kind of, like, right. gets befuddled. But, um, yeah, so we're going to mess with that more. I do have Russia Blood, so we can we can try that out. And um, my issue now going Russia forward. Russia Blood might be the easier one to start around than Riggs. Yeah, yeah, definitely. The one issue I have going forward, though, is now, like, now that I've been bitten by the bug, I want a fucking Vive really bad. But I don't want to buy a Vive because I feel like we're getting to the point where, like, Vive 2. Vive 2 and the next generation and stuff like that. And I'm like, ah, man, I really should wait. That'd be the smart decision. But Vive 2. Viver. Mm-hmm. Or Vively. Or, I don't know. Some form of that same word. Yeah. Vived. Vived. Get vived. Get five, bro. You got five, bro. Do you even five? Huh. All right. What's next? What are we talk about? Now we talked about Vive, for, or now we didn't. We talked about VR for a yeah, long we talked time. Talked about PSVR for a while. Um, I don't know. What do you want to jump to? You want to jump into what came out this week? Yeah, might as well get it out of the way. Cool. Go for it, blind boy. Okay, we got Overgrowth for PC. Realms of Arcana, Blade of Destiny, PS4. Boko Suka? Boko Suka Wars 2, PS4. Don't Knock Twice, Switch. Dungeons 3, PS4, Xbox. That was a burp, sorry. Uh, Elax, PS4, Xbox, PC. GT Sport, PS4. Gonna get it? No. Probably not. Smart move. Um, specifically with the Gran Turismo games, I feel like it's not worth it unless it has a number on it. I feel like it's not worth it anymore after I played Forza Horizon 3. Sorry, GT. Yeah, that's true. That game is really good. And, like, Project Cars is really good. Yep. Um, There's a ton of good racing games, actually. And they're not on... Well, let's say they're not on PlayStation, but Project Cars on PlayStation. Yeah. Halo Recruits out already? Yeah, so it actually came out. Damn. But... The kick being that you need Windows Mixed Reality. Which isn't out, right? Uh, no. There might be a way to get it. Or you have to go into a Microsoft store. So I have to... Um, um, that'd be interesting. I have to look into that. Not that it would ever be on PlayStation VR, but... Um, Hex, Card Clash, PS4, Luna, PC, Megaton, Megaton, Rainfall, PSVR. Don't know what the fuck that is. It apparently looks like a Superman-type-ish thing. It's not actually Superman, but... Interesting. That's how somebody we listen to has pitched it. Uh, no Heroes Allowed, PSVR. Rogue Trooper Redux, PS4, Xbox, PC, Switch. South Park, Fractured But Whole, PS4, Xbox, PC. I love that name. So Jackson. <laughs> uh, Jackbox. I, I do want to hear about that game, by the way. So We'll, we'll, we'll hit up after this. Um, Jackbox Party Pack 4. Woo, uh, Jackbox. Like what you do, Jackbox. What the fuck's that say? Torkel. Torkel, okay. 
WWE 2K18, Putty Pals, Bomber Crew, Elliot Quest. I'm just going to start rattling these off yeah. like this. bunch uh, of these are on Switch. I'm assuming that's supposed to be Judge. Yep. Made it to um, way to Switch after it was already on the other ones before. Okay. Uh, what's that say? LIS? That's uh, abbreviated Life is Strange. I got, oh. I got sick of typing towards the end of this. <laughs> <laughs> Life is Strange Before the Storm, Episode 2. Party Golf. Spelunker Party. The Court Lucanor. The Count Lucanor. The court. Wow. I'm the court count. Count court. Abyss. Race of Eden. Fire Emblem Warriors. I think that's actually... Is that today? Yep, that was today. Fuck. Um, Real Farm. Spiral Platter. Splatter. I can't talk. Spiral Splatter. Or I can't read one of the two. Siberia. I'm not sure you can do either. So I'm going to go ahead and... I'm gonna, I am gonna. want to hit back on a couple of these. Okay. We'll hit back on South Park at the end. Real Farm. You in? <laughs> Real Farm? Was that one of them? Did I read that? Yeah, you read Real Farm. It's the third one up from the bottom. Oh, Jesus. What the fuck's Real Farm? I don't know, but it's out on PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. You want to play? Just say no. I, don't I mean, it actually, might be good. I don't, I, don't I don't know. I don't actually want to do this. It's just a giant joke. I'm not going to lie. It'd be kind of a farming simulator type game that is like built to be multiplayer. If it could, could be, be interesting. If it could be SimCity with farming, I'd be fine. Yeah, that would be cool. Uh, too bad we don't play any games together anyway. So what does it matter? I know. I was. We need to find some stupid simple game that we. We can play already together. have a stupid simple game. We have a zombie wave killing game. Are you kidding me? I know. It doesn't get easier, and it's not like we have to do the good old Mister Stark routine and put it on five zombies, five difficulty. I don't even know how the fuck they play it like that. I don't know. They finished it though. Power to them. <laughs> Power fist. Woo! All right. Sark for president. I'd vote. So South Park. Yes. Fun. I Fun. enjoy it. And the problem is... I was going to say, I feel like there's a butt coming. I a butthole. I think... The, so far, I'm mm-hmm. four in four hours and change in. Okay. So... He, my cat's going crazy. I don't know what he's doing. So... It's about to eat us, obviously. Well, if you die first, I'll know what to do. <laughs> uh... <laughs> <laughs> He's probably playing with the plastic bag in there. Or okay. Something. Um, the I love South Park. Yes. And obviously, you can't make a lot of the jokes you made in the first one because you you just can't. Like, I can't reuse shit. Yeah. How are you gonna? Why would you re- start reusing it? You, you can reference subtle things, but you can't just start pulling stuff. You're in a different universe because you're all superheroes now. You're not mm-hmm. the Lord of the Rings characters, and you know. You're going on and stuff like that. And it's fun. It's different, so I'm enjoying it. I don't think any of the writing's bad or anything like that. Uh I think the I think they do a good job of keeping the combat mixed up enough that you're having to pay attention during combat. Even mm-hmm. though it can get real oh, excuse me, really easy. Where you could just like, oh well, I hit A now and whatever, I move on. There are times where you actually have to think a little bit. Like, there's a... I fought against Drunk Randy. <laughs> and you gain a power right before you fight him. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how the fight was supposed to go, but I lost not my main character. I lost one of my other ones. And I lost him in an in a attack. And it said I died. And I restarted the fight. I was like, okay, so I need to actually think about, like, I can't lose anybody. 
So I might have to sacrifice a turn attacking to actually heal, and I had to change up what I was doing. Was it a part of like the tutorial process still? Or no, was that's it... that's I'm okay. I'm that's in that's the last thing I did before I got off last night. Oh, okay. Is I fought drunk Randy and then I fought drunker Randy. <laughs> Interesting. Drun- drunker Randy is where it started getting bad. Um, but otherwise, it's fun. You're seeing new characters and different characters and, and different dialogue and all the references are now are you know are current within that storyline and mm-hmm. what's going on in seasons like PC principles there and, and all <laughs> those things. Um, you, I went through the gender situation that we've talked about before. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm playing as a middle skinned character. That was going to be my question. Is like how I, how dark are you? I guess technically I should have gone like if I wanted an achievement I would go all the way dark because mm-hmm. it is a, an achievement to finish the game as a black character or whatever. But I didn't go all the way white either. Even and then I because I didn't think about it. Like I'm looking at the character screen. I'm like, yeah, that skin color is close enough. Like I kind of actually wanted to kind of make me. Yeah. And that's that's the only problem I had with playing as a black guy. Is like that's it, not me. Like I like to create myself in games. Yeah. Unless I'm joking around and I've already created myself on one character and I make another six, then the other six can be whatever the hell I want. I don't care. But one has to be representative, somewhat of me, right? So I was like, all right, whatever, I'll just be that. And I then got a little bit into the game and I went, that's way darker than I am. Shit. <laughs> That so. would be funny though if they if this whole time they were hyping up the this you know that not that they really hyped it up but like that was a thing and then no matter like what skin color you chose they made you like black or darker than you chose like yeah. they had like an X amount like you choose you can this. choose white but you are going to go that way some yeah yeah that would be uh but yeah it was it was a ton of fun and I enjoy yeah it was a ton of fun it is a ton of fun. And you come across like member berries and stuff like that. You deal. You go to the church, and you know every, everything's going on. You go to raisins. <laughs> Is there um, a uh, average playtime release yet? Let's have a, has has anyone figured that out? Uh, I think it's around like sixteen hours. Okay, I think Greg finished it in eighteen. But what was the first game? Uh, I finished it in seven and change. Really, it's that short. Yeah. Why haven't I finished that game? Because you don't finish games. (laughs) Uh, Also, go back to where I sat down and went, I'm I'm playing this game. I didn't, I mean, it took, I think it still took me like a week because I would play it for like an hour or two each night. mm -hmm. It was when I was working at Target. So I'd come home at 10 o'clock at night or, you know, get home at 10, 30, 11 o'clock and be like, all right, well, play for a bit before I wake up and want to kill myself in the morning. Wake up and wish you died in your sleep. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> Every day you put on the red. Uh, Shout out, Target. So, well, I guess we should just get into the news now. I guess, if we have to. I mean, we're already 22 minutes in. Oh, oh boy. Rapid yeah. fire. <laughs> so, let's, let's rapid fire some of this. So, Microsoft announced its big fall update for the Xbox One. Gamers can now pin up to 40 of their favorite apps, games, or friends to their home screen. They enabled the ability to have dark mode, light mode, or high contrast mode in the UI. Now uh, you can have an, a, there's an enhanced notification system now. So when it's idle, like time sensitive activities and statuses are visible from far further away, like as you're sitting away. Screen dimming has changed. Game Hub has changed. Profiles have changed. 
you want more, literally just go Google Xbox One Fall update. See, out of all of that, the most exciting update is the dark mode. I th- I think the being able to pin a bunch of more things because the way that their UI is like if you're going to be able to pin forty tiles on your screen, mm-hmm. so I can just be like, all right, listen, I'm going to pin. We don't own Xboxes, so this is the killer. But I'm going to pin you. I'm going to pin Kenny. And I'm going to pin Jason as my top three friends to see whatever you guys are doing. And then I'm going to pin all the games that I'm looking for, and then the other apps right just right there. I boot up. I have my home screen. Load South Park. You guys are in Destiny. Cool. Play. Yeah, Whatever, and everything's right there. So that's nice. But yes, I dark mode always. Not really relevant to Microsoft, but I still think the PS3 uh, menu is better than the PS4 menu. I don't know. Random. All right then. Uh, the other kick is that for content creators, I guess it matters for everybody. But who cares? The Xbox One Fall update brings support for USB webcams and support for 4K and HDR screenshots. And to capture your content to an external hard drive. Cool. So if you want to do it all on the console versus kick it through an Elgato or a Blackmagic or whatever. I appreciate the HD Yeah, well. are still being used. I guess that's a good way for someone to get their feet wet and decide whether they really yeah, want well, to Yeah, it's the same thing with PlayStation it. streaming. So if you want to get your feet wet, go ahead and do it. But if you want to actually do it, you do it a different way. Yeah, that's... So this one's not even, this is only in here because you might have something to say about it. I don't, because I'm not, I still haven't watched a single one, unless you count Naruto. Netflix is now working, this isn't even game related. Netflix is working on 30 original anime series and 80 movies. So in-house, they are throwing more money at their own production. I don't, I don't think that means 80 anime movies, just 80 of their Netflix produced movies and 30 anime Netflix-produced shows. I, I could probably talk about this for a long time, but I'll sum it up. They did ra- they're did they raising prices again, specifically to fund their original content. I'm on the fence well, about yeah, that. Who's going to pay Adam Sandler? It's, fe- it's getting... The whole allure of Netflix originally was that it was a really robust service for a good price. And now it's creeping into the... This is getting expensive territory for what I'm getting. Yeah. Um, which, quick side note, personally, I feel like all these streaming services are going to turn into a thing to where like no one, well, I don't want to say no one, but most people don't subscribe to any one service year round. They like hop around. Um, that being said, generally, I think Netflix's original content is fucking spectacular. I really hope they don't do any of that fucking stupid Knights of Sidonia computer-generated graphic bullshit because that was like someone repeatedly stabbing me in the eyes with needles. Like, I couldn't fucking stand that that type of animation. All right, then. Some of their other anime, though, is really good, and I am a big fan of any anime that... Well, I don't want to say any anime. I'm a big fan of people, of there being more anime made. All right, weeb. Weeboo, weeboo. Alrighty. Also, Dead by Daylight. Now let's get back to the games. Dead Fuck by games. Anime for life. <laughs> Just kidding. Get out. <laughs> Dead by Daylight seems to have gotten the license or whatever to Freddy Krueger or somebody like Freddy. Uh, a trailer shows the four claw. claw. <laughs> There's a trailer that shows the four claw marks on a pipe, mm-hmm. and then it does show the fifth one. Like hash market slash across, which is just the logo. It's five. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then it, the trailer ends with 
the quote, like, don't fall asleep. It's got to be Freddy. Yeah. Which is interesting that they're going to get Freddy, and obviously Friday the 13th has Jason. Yeah. So who gets Mike Myers? I don't know, but it's... it's Friday the 13th, because he's also lumbering like Jason. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? The whole... It's it's kind of funny to see the horror horror genre bubble all of a sudden explode. Like, Yeah. It wasn't really... I mean, it was always there. They're making there. another Halloween. These games exist. Yeah, it wasn't like, always there. And then all of a sudden, like, all of Hollywood's most lucrative films are all horror films. And, like, all of a sudden, all these horror games are becoming prominent again. Well, it's because we got done with Pirates. Yeah. Pirates so and... Um, this needs to happen, and the ninja cycles back through. Maybe. Zombies is on the way out. True. Zombies are on the way so out. So ninjas will cycle back in, as is with Jackie. I feel like we're missing something. It's pirates, ninjas, zombies. Mm, aliens, genre. maybe? Can we throw in aliens? I, th- I think aliens might have ruined themselves with District 9. I fucking love District 9's a great movie. No, no, no. But I mean, like, that that was like the end. Oh, like, like that, you can't beat that. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Or like, you went like, to Prometheus after that? Mm, I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Fuck it. Who cares? All right. Now, <laughs> do you want to get into our big argument? Angry time. It's next, or we can skip it and come back. I mean, what's after it? Uh, Activision has made a patent to allow matchmaking to make money. Okay, I guess we'll talk about that. Okay, so Activision (laughs) Activision was granted a patent this week that allows it to use matchmaking in games to make spending money on microtransactions more enticing. The patent was filed for in 2015 by a research and development team at Activision. So, it's an... Okay, you're gonna okay go. The public, the publisher was only granted the patent on October 17th, but here, I'll break it down a little bit more for okay. you. Okay, yeah, because I'm like really curious as to how is this patentable. The patent disca- description reveals that a game's matchmaking system can be controlled to make microtransaction-based items more appealing. For example, if a group of players who have spent money on powerful weapons with it will match the people that spent money with people that they did not. That order, sounds fucking <clears throat> terrible. In order to show the latter, the latter group what they're missing. Oh, so let me get the shit kicked out of you so that you'll fucking spend money. Yeah, so there's a bunch of other stuff in the patent, too, yeah. that, like, that that's in there, um, which they take into account, like, skill level and latency. And just, like, that's in there, but then, like, the microtransaction is the, the problem. The method is detailed, and it's not... In a particular example, the junior player may wish to become an expert sniper in a game, as determined from the player profile. The microtransaction engine may match the junior player... This is all quote, by the way. May match the junior player with a player that is a highly skilled sniper in the game. In this manner, the junior player may be encouraged... To buy to make game related purchases such as a rifle or other item used by the marquee player. What's ri- when okay. that happens? This is gonna be a long quote. Okay. When that happens and the junior player does fall for it, the system will take this into account when finding a game for them afterwards. The goal is to put them in a match where their newly bought weapon can be most effective, ensuring they see the value in their purchase in the hopes that they repeat it. For example, if the player purchased a particular weapon, the microtransaction engine may match the player in a gameplay session in which the particular weapon is highly effective, 
giving the player an impression that the particular weapon was a good purchase. It goes on. This may encourage the player to make further yeah, further purchases to achieve similar gameplay results. That sounds... Now, I'm going to stop you again. Fucking terrible. <laughs> it, it is. It is terrible. Now, I can understand what they wanted. Obviously, business decision. Fine. That's the only thing you can take from this. There's nothing good about that. There's... Because no, because the entire like the, exploding enti- right the entire joke where they're like it will entice you to want to be better. You're gonna put me in a lobby to get stomped by people that spent money. I'm out. Yeah, they're literally patented away. Ah! It is, and it is not currently implemented in any other games. Yeah, that's the other thing. I got to mm-hmm. make that real clear. It, it does not currently exist. It is not in Destiny. It's not in currently in Call of Duty, which isn't out yet. <laughs> this is. It's not in anything yet. Pay to wins final form yeah it is it evolved it's literally pay to win but now here's the kick (laughs) they have the patent so don't buy an activision game i get right like they have the patent so do e would ea have to license it out to use that method planning for your next trip Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. That's a really, that seems like a really loose patent though, doesn't it? Right, and that's the other thing. You're like, how the fuck do you get that? How do you get that as a patent? I wonder if it's like a specific algorithm that they patented it. And they, this is the... I believe they patented the algorithm and stuff like that. So to use that exact algorithm, you'd have to buy from and stuff like that. Yeah. But it's still... And it, it was a two-year process. But how do you go... Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I don't know. 
Uh, you know what's scary though is that fucking works. Like that whole thing works because, like, just from a, a World of Warships perspective, where you can buy the premium ships. Yeah. Um, I speci- one of the I've bought in one premium ship from World of Warships, and I specifically bought it because like every time I play against it, it would fucking wreck me, and I was like, I want that ship. So right, jokes on me. I fucking fell for it. Yeah. My problem is. My immediate problem, one, bullshit. Don't encourage, because the the whole thing, I'm not, I don't even want, I don't even want to talk about this. I'm going to get angry. I'm, gonna, the, I'm right there with you. I'm ready the to entire, like, The entire go thing in about loot boxes and microtransactions as a whole, it's one thing to uh, to appeal to you and me, people around our age or older than us, mm-hmm. because we can be responsible for the most part until you reach the whales. Yeah. The whales are the problem. Yep. The problem becomes people that are our age or older that are parents that aren't paying attention to what their child is doing. And child has daddy's credit card sitting on the machine. Yeah. And kid goes, Oh man, I want to buy some loot boxes. Money gone, gone, gone. And it's just like, you are encouraging gambling in a child. That's true. I didn't even think about the gambling side of it. You better watch what you're doing. And protect yourself from whatever law you can think of that that parent then doesn't go, we're suing you because you do not want, you can settle all you want. You don't walk out of that looking good. Yeah. There's that aspect of it. And the, the part I'm concerned about for my personal playing is like GTA 5. Unless, like, unl- you had two options in GTA 5 online play the game a fuck ton to get a lot of money, which I didn't have that time, or get into a glitch server early enough. Yep. Or, which we're going to ignore that, or spend the money to buy the shark cards. Because, like, outside of that, you can't do anything on GTA line, on, on, ugh, on GTA Online anymore. Like, you can't get, like, the CEO operations, all that. You can't get, like, the fucking rocket car that shoots rockets and flies. Like, yeah, unless you have, what is it, $5 million sitting yeah, around? Yeah, so it, it, like, ruins the experience unless you pay for money or whatever. Yeah, or you sink... An, at now an ungodly amount of time in yeah and even before you would have had to even after you do the heist the very first time you do them we walked out with 1.7 million roughly yeah. each and it's like okay that's still not enough to do like a fully upgraded ceo place yep so it's like it's like and now i'm at the point in my life where let alone the lowrider expansion the yachts that are 10 mil the Gunrunner expansion, the Weapon Cache expansion, the mm-hmm. Bike Gang expansion. And that doesn't even include the cool fucking <laughs> shit that you want to actually buy. Like right. guns, flying motorcycles, cars, motorcycles, yada, yada. clothes. Yeah, so like this is this might end up shooting like be a shot in their foot, you know, like a fuck up because... If they use it. If they do use it, yeah. It's, and the key is going to be, do they come out and say that they used it? Mm, I think or do, be able we, to or do we have quickly. to find out that they used it and then go, yeah, well, remember that patent that they filed for last year? There it is. Oh, there it is. Here's the thing, though. It's like the main demographic for video game uh, owners is like, what, 19 to 35 now or something like that. I think it's actually shifting a little bit, skewing older at the moment. I, I think so, yeah. But that's just because we who grew up with them are now yeah. that old. There's so many good games out that, like, I feel like we're getting to the point where 
a large group of people would be like, let's not buy that game because they are making bad business decisions. Yeah. And as far as it directly affects me, not really. Hmm. Activision-wise, I don't play a lot of Destiny multiplayer. I don't play Call of Duty. Yet. On both of those. No. I mean, like, <laughs> I won't play. I'm not buying Call of Duty. I want No one's getting Call of Duty, and it kind of depresses me, because I was really looking forward to World War II. Here's... Okay, fine. Well, tangent, like we always do. All right, but I'm going to quick, bro. If they have... <laughs> if, if the... If they'll allow the campaign to be played like co-op, like a split-screen co-op, mm-hmm. kind of, I'll split it with you 50-50. We'll play the campaign. I don't care about the multiplayer. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care about the multiplayer. I just want to do the campaign. Really? Deal. If those conditions are met. Yeah. And but if, we only, if we only do it in the buy two, get one week at Target. Yeah. Because that's the only way it's worth it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Ugh, there needs to be more co-op games, man. What the fuck? Anyways, I guess we should probably move on. We're kind of... We're, 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 we're just going to start we're, beating dead horses. Yeah. Our our podcasts are just going to keep getting longer and longer. And we're just going to be like, we're, we're going to just tangent off in five so hours. hours. We can always double back if we really want to get back to something. And just hope that somebody, after we stop talking about things, somebody starts listening to us ramble for 20 minutes. <laughs> All right. So we'll kick to the next one and we'll go back to We'll go to the big story of the week. The elephant in the room. And I can't fit an elephant in this room. So Nintendo released their new firmware for the Switch and they allowed video capture on select games now. Only uh, Legend of Zelda, Mario Kart 8, ARMS, and Splatoon. And there's limiters that are along with other things and stuff, but if you hold down the capture button, I believe it captures the previous 30 seconds. Similar to Shadow Play, I guess, kind of. So it just goes back and grabs the 30 seconds and uses that. Um... The other one is that it allows you to transfer your profile and saves to another Switch. Now, that sounds great. And it's good if you and Sam were sharing a Switch and you wanted to have her get her own. Mm -hmm. It's not good if you lose your Switch because you need to have both of them to transfer stuff. Not that it goes to the cloud. You literally take the transfer, the profile and saves and move them over there. I've had a revelation. I can't wait. Nintendo is the fucking Apple of the video game world. Wow. That's an interesting one. Run with it. Because they like, they always, they'll never give you the cake and let you eat it too. They always got to leave you like, they can't just fucking give it to you. They got to be like, here's a bunch of caveats. I feel like they give you cake. Like just cake. Just cake. Yep. There's no icing. There's no. Yeah, but it's the same like the same thing it's that Apple does, where they're like, cake. "Oh, you want like you know the all the feature sets? We're not going to give you all the feature sets. We're going to give you these feature sets." What if we take away your headphone jack? Exactly. Like they're what like, if we, what oh. if we don't allow you to have cloud saves." <laughs> exactly. They're like, "Oh, you want to be able to transfer saves between switches? You can do that, but not with the cloud, motherfucker." Like yeah. it's like okay, fine. This current technology that everyone uses. Mm-mm-mm. It's like I could take it and put it on your switch. But I can't then go back to my Switch and keep playing. I have to take it back off your Switch and put it back on my Switch. Oh, my God. Yeah. So it, it, it's still good if you want, if you were in a, like a family situation. Yeah. And, you know, you had multiple people playing on one Switch. And then you're like, all right, screw this. I want my Switch. Tommy's getting his own for Christmas. Uh, I'll move Tommy's I think pro- you just. I'll move Tommy's profile over to his. 
I think you and, just hit on why they don't let you do cloud saves because they're like, ah, we'll make it just hard enough to where it'll be like, fuck it, I'm just going to get another Switch. Also potentially true. Thinkers. Them Japanese people. Money Lakers. Yeah. Them Japanese Jewish people. Whoa. All right, then. Too far. <laughs> <laughs> Is that even a thing? I don't know. I don't know. That'd be interesting. Know. That would be. Interesting case study. It's probably a lot of cultural conflicts there, though. Like, I'm not. Are we really going to get into that? Probably shouldn't, I guess. <laughs> I don't think we should on this. <laughs> next week on our <laughs> <laughs> next next week on the culturally sensitive culturally sensitive podcast <laughs> that we produce on Tuesdays. Good P- luck finding it. <laughs> PC principal podcast. Who? The triple P. A lot of alliteration going on there. Yeah, be interesting. You can hear us drinking. We're thirsty. Yeah, all the weird cracking and stuff you're hearing is probably me fucking sucking on my bottle like a penis. <laughs> One way to say that. I don't know what noises you make when you suck penis, but... Or bottles for that matter, I guess. I mean, or why are you sucking like, on bottles? Bottles like penis. Who knows? I don't know what it is, but when I drink water, I like can't get the water in my mouth quick enough, so I'm like... <laughs> On the that was really loud. I'm sorry about that. On the fucking I don't, bottle. I don't even think, somehow I don't think you peaked, but whatever. I kind of like leaned away, like gangster leaned away yeah, as you I did. did it. You did what you're supposed to when you're talking to him, like, and then you want to just get really loud. That worked really well. So, anyways, that's because I'm loud anyway. That's why I'm turned <laughs> down so far. It's true, but uh, let's let's get to what is and forever will be the saddest news this week. Yes, EA being EA. Yeah, Visceral Games is no more dead. I wish I had like a audio cut of like dun, dun. like funeral music. Yeah, is that funeral music? I don't Did know. you just start to play the bridal march for a wedding? I mean, it's funeral music in a way. <sighs> the husband just died. Uh oh. <laughs> I'm bad. totally getting married someday. <laughs> So, yeah, Visceral's gone, along with that Star Wars game. Dude, that's fucking so ridiculous. So, the Star mm. Wars, to, to be completely transparent about everything. I, why transparent? Transparent's not even a thing. I'm not involved in this at all. I don't know anybody. Visceral's gone. I believe Amy Hennig's out. That blows my mind right the there. Game, <laughs> the game has been transferred over to EA Vancouver. The game has also been... Relooked at and changed course, and again, they were working on putting some of their employees from Visceral into other studios and other stuff. <clears throat> but I believe most of them are just out. So it would be really bizarre to me for them not to try to keep Amy, 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 Amy uh, Henning because she's pretty well-known in the industry and right. well-regarded as far as her writing goes. Unless she's scapegoat number one. Could be. There Just were seems problems. ridiculous. You're though. the one that are, we're set here to lead this project. The project's not going the way we want. Get out. It's just like, I, I can't imagine the game not going well, though. Like, everything, the little bit that we saw of it, really good looking. Like... I don't know. Like I'm the just so right, I'm sure the writing was good. I'm sure yeah. everything was on par. But then I, just... I know there was that one article where like someone said the game was like funny and my my thought, my two thoughts, and then we kind of talked about it before. Is one, it was in development hell, 
and obviously nobody's going to come out and say that. EA is not going to walk out and say, this game is just going like shit. Why don't companies do that? Because it's bad for investors. Fuck investors. The the gamers are the investors. Nope. We're not shareholders. We don't sit on the board. Well, that's the problem, though, is we're the one giving them the fucking money. They're not getting, like, I guess they are are getting some money from their stockholders if they are investing. But, like, we're the ones that are giving them the majority of the money. Why can't they come out and be like, hey, this game isn't going well. We're canceling it. Yep. Fuck you, EA. Not buying (laughs) Battlefront anymore. Oh, shit. (laughs) I don't know about that. We'll see. I don't know if I'm going to play the multiplayer because loot crate problems. I just want a bunch of that sweet, sexy single player that I would have had if you hadn't shut down Vizzer. Um, uh, which I think actually is the it's actually more of a proponent. Weirdly enough, so take this journey right. Mm-hmm. Visceral's gone. Everybody went single player. Star Wars is gone. Battlefront has a single player mode. Let's well, all buy Battlefront sales boosted. After in the wake of we have loot box problems and pay to win situation in Star Wars. Oh my god! What a fucking mess. So. It, the game still exists, but they took it and they said that they wanted to switch it to a games as a service, which, okay, but that immediately goes for me to Destiny. The best example of a single player, not single player, game as a service. I don't know if you've seen the, the recent stat on Destiny 2. As far as the consoles are concerned, but that's lost seventy five percent of its player base. Right, because what are you going to do? You you hit a wall. Yeah, that it's the same thing with every MMO expansion. They spent like WoW was a killer of it. Watch their numbers at, as it starts winding down. We've done everything. Now we're waiting, and then the new like. There's still another raid coming out in November and stuff, and we'll see what gets announced at BlizzCon or whatever. But if that raid in November is the end of this expansion, watch like a month after that raid when everybody's beating it for the most part. Like once the raid finder is out for every wing, watch the numbers start falling until the new expansion hits and then watch them jump by 3 million again. Because everybody's just like, I'm done. Not waiting around. I've done everything. And for Destiny... All right, you beat the raid. Unless, oh my God, stop hiccuping. <laughs> For Destiny, unless you're in the PvP world of it, and you love doing their PvP, which their PvP is fun, but like if you're not a PvP person, it's it's a fun PvP unless you're us who don't really care about PvP. Except when it's broken and they cancel trials two weeks in a row. Uh, due to a sweet emote bug? Yeah, I know. <laughs> but regardless, like... People that like Destiny PvP like Destiny PvP. And unless you like the PvP, you can only do... Like, you get in and you do the weekly raid and then you're out. Because it's a weekly lockout. Like, Yeah, I see it. I mean, my my thing is I, I totally see it as a money grab, essentially. Um, which is kind of bizarre because I, I feel like the single-player experience games are kind of having an uptick right now. Like, there's a lot of good single-player games that have come out in the past couple of years. Okay. So like I don't I don't disagree with you, but I the numbers do. Well, critically, yeah. 
commercially. Yeah, but if you're, well, I guess it comes back to whether the game is actually good or not, right? Because or if the game has the right marketing. Yeah, that too. Um, I guess we're getting to that point though. Where like, so a games as a service game is always going to be more successful than a single player game. I guess. So we're never. We're just eventually single player games are going to die. So I, I I wanted to pull this picture up. I fucking love this, but because the way. this this is one of my favorite ones. And if you go to r slash gaming, scroll for a post. It's in the top like five or something that says thanks to the devs, and it says thank you devs for still making single player games. And it's the nine nine grid three across three down, and the middle one is the not you. It's the sweet meme that I love, <laughs> and it's Zelda, Nier Automata, uh, Mario plus Rabbit's Kingdom Battle. Resident Evil, not UEA, Horizon Zero Dawn, <laughs> Mario Odyssey, Persona 5, Cuphead. Pretty solid list. Yeah, and that's not even all of them, really. No, because and here's the, here's the two glowing examples I have of single-player games that are not commercially sold. Prey, Dishonored 2. <coughs> Don't worry, Nate's dying. Prey and Dishonored 2. That, I mean, they're Bethesda games, yeah, but you also have Doom out on the Switch. Yeah, but those were bad Doom, marketing Doom's... and bad timing. Right. I think their timing was all right, but there's nothing else around them. There's nothing around Prey. Prey was in May. True. When was... uh, What was the other one? Dishonored? Yeah. Fall last year, I believe. That one definitely was bad timing. Yeah. That's just... You can't help it. You try to release a single, you know, games in well, the, in your third and fourth quarter. Prey's definitely a marketing issue because I didn't. I I played the original Prey, and I fucking loved it. And that's the problem. And that's why I didn't buy the second one because it wasn't. It I, wasn't I the you, same game. I bet you I can get it for like fifteen bucks. You want to play it? I I heard it was great too, and I was or, like, oh, that or, really sucks. Or cheaper. I mean, I got my ways. Yeah, I know. Um, but like, you got my connections in the industry. <laughs> Just reach out, ask for a code. Uh, I don't know. I just, um, I don't know where I'm going with this now. I've lost my Solid. thought. Useful. But yeah, it's, I guess if they wanted to move away from single player games, like what's the last single player game that EA made? Inquisition? No, I'm not counting Andromeda. I want to count Andromeda, but Andromeda bombed. Honestly, you'd have to count Andromeda because maybe maybe that's part of the reason why they're like oh, we're not they looked at Andromeda and they're like, oh man, that didn't sell well. Yeah, maybe because the game was fucking broken. Kind of makes sense now if you look at it. They a lot of they gave. All right, so my thinking is they've had this in mind for a while because they gave Andromeda to a completely unproven Bioware team that has never made a complete game before. Yeah. Has no experience with that type of game. Yep. So that they could put more of Bioware's assets into Anthem, which is obviously going to be a games as a service. Right. And that's my kicker. You're like, okay, I'm going to make a Star Wars games as a service. You already have Anthem looking like a games as a service? Mm-hmm. Are you just going to keep doing this, EA? Oh, yeah. We like money. We're going to keep doing it. Yeah. Can, you, can you pull up the list you had of, of stuff Visceral made? Yeah. Because the, the other kick is they've been at this for three years. The expected date 
I believe was supposed to be fiscal year 29 or t- fiscal year 2018, which ends March 2019. Yep. And most people, I think, were expecting it to get pushed to 2019 for some reason. I don't know. If why. not further. Yeah. yeah. I mean, now, now if you're redoing everything, you might not see that until 2021. You might have a Kojima on your hands. You'll <laughs> see it the same year you see Death Stranding, which, heads up, not good for them. And that's the other kick, too. Who's the other one making single-player games? Oh, yeah, PlayStation. Dude, they're fucking killing it with their next games. six games. <laughs> their next six exclusive are single-player games. Here, that, that's the thing that's really bizarre to me and why I, I'm like so all over the place with this because you have two conflicting like bubbles going on. You have the PlayStation bubble, which PlayStation's obviously more successful at this point than Xbox, and they're coming out with good games and they're all selling reasonably well as far as single player games go. As far like, as as far as what I would consider their first party and yeah, like second well, eh, third party I, exclusives. I mean, they have killer. They have a good amount of killer single player games and ones upcoming that are still slaughtering. Yep. And then you have like this other bubble where everyone, like a lot of the big developers, like EA, are pushing towards and Activision. Activision are pushing towards games as a service and like the always online GTA. Yep. Or I mean Rockstar. Sorry, GTA is not a publisher. Rockstar mm-hmm. is a publisher. So it's basically like you have these two conflicting bubbles, and EA just basically, like, if we had known, like, in hindsight. Obviously, EA was moving towards that the Ubisoft. whole time. And now they literally just put all their eggs in that basket saying this is where we think the future of gaming is. All of Ubisoft games are games and services. Yeah. For Honor, Ghost Recon, Division. Yeah, but... Not Watch Dogs. We're kind of Watch like... Watch Dogs, I think, once again, so commercially, I, I don't know, I commercially guess, didn't sell well Watch Dogs, too. I guess... Um, I mean, Ghost Recon was probably... F- uh, financially successful, fiscally, uh, it's the best selling game of the year. But critically, well, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's the best selling game of the year as of the fact that the MPD com- numbers haven't come out as we're recording. They were supposed to come out yesterday. They didn't. It's really hard for me to believe that that's the best selling game of the year. It is stat wise. The last numbers that were polled, it's the number one best selling game of the year. Doesn't that isn't there anything that's weird? Does it seem right to you? I think it's. So here's, I don't think it's completely weird. I think it's weird that nothing has been said about that. Like, and Ubisoft's not usually one to boast. They just aren't. Like, okay, here's our E3 demo. Here's our stuff that comes out. Here's our, you know, presser for stuff coming mm-hmm. out, like the Mario Plus Kingdom Battle, Rabbids, whatever. Like, okay, cool. Here's that thing. All right. Here's our promos for Assassin's Creed. Yeah. That's it. They're not going to talk. They don't talk numbers until they hit next year where they say, we're so happy with how you guys receive the fact that once again, we didn't put out Beyond a Good and Evil 2 for the next 16 years, but wait until we get up on stage again and cry about it. And I understand you. I'm not going to do that. I'm no, I have no reason to shit on those guys, but <laughs> they, for honor, is like number four. It's in the top 10. This is what blows my mind, though. It's like, for honor, no one liked for honor. Apparently, we were wrong. And the same thing can be said about Ghost Recon. Everyone I know that bought Ghost Recon was like, meh. And here was my thing about Ghost Recon, and I'll, I'll say it now. It's not, I can get it for 30 bucks right now. Like, go to Uplay yeah. themselves and get it for 30 bucks. The season pass is $30. It's on sale this weekend. So, right now, you can go get the entire game plus the season pass for 60 bucks. Hmm. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We played it last weekend. Yeah. We had fun. And we were playing alone on my computer. Yeah. Can you imagine, as we said last week, 
and I say we, I mean me, if your computer was right there and we were in this room together, arms reach away, jamming out to all the bullshit that could have been happening in that game. Yeah, but I still wouldn't, like, obviously we'd have fun playing it together, but it wouldn't necessarily be because it was a good game. It'd be because we're but playing that, it together. A good game doesn't matter if it's to, to be a seller. I know. That's why I'm like, that's the conflict be, in that's me. The, that's the joke with, that I made with PUBG weeks ago. It's not good. It's fucking, this is frustrating. This but is it's really frustrating. So, it's so captivating to such an audience that enjoys what it is, that they won't admit that it's not good. They're all like, oh, yeah, it's got well, a couple problems. Yeah. It's got some jankiness to it. I'm like, no, there are literal fucking problems with it, and you are all ignoring it like it's the greatest thing ever made. And then it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. We are prophecy. not even near visceral anymore. <laughs> I know, right? And then it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy because like a fuck ton of people have it, and like, this is a great game. Then other people are like, I'm going to buy that game. And then it's like, next thing you know, it's fucking sold like, 20 million copies where the uh, fuck it's at. It's cross 13, I believe. I don't know where it's at now. It might be at Anyways. It might be up to 15. Fuck that. Back to Visceral. Um, right, back to Visceral. What did they make? Okay, so... Give me the highlights. I'm going to just preface this and say that Visceral used to be called Redwood Shores. Yep. And it was founded in 1998. And I'm just going to run through the ones that I think are are noticeable. Obviously, my taste is different than other people's, so... Especially mine. Exactly. Uh, so there's uh, they in 1999 they did Tiger Woods PGA Tour 2000. Lame. Um, they did for the GameCube, PS2, Xbox. They did 007: Age Under Fire. Ooh, that's a fun one. Um, Lord of the Rings: The Return of the King. Ooh. Uh, I'm not. I'm going to mention them if they're a big franchise, not necessarily if they're a good game. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, James Bond 007: Everything or Nothing. Lord of the Rings: mm. The Third Age. James Bond Ooh. 007: From Russia with Love. PGA Ooh. Tour. Tiger Woods PGA Tour, uh, The Godfather, Ooh. Uh, The Simpsons game, oh, uh, and then 2008, Dead Space. Probably their biggest claim to fame. Yep. And then uh, Godfather 2. Yeah. And then it, in 2009, they became Visceral and they did Dead Space Extraction, uh, Dante's Inferno, which mm-hmm. I had some friends that got that that actually really liked it. Uh, yeah. I don't, I, for some reason, I don't think it was critically liked, but I think it yeah. has a, I think it's a cult following. Yeah. Uh, the Sims 3 Ambitions. Uh, mm. Dead Space 2, Dead Space 3, Battlefield 3 Endgame, what the fuck that means. Uh, uh, Army it was DLC for Battlefield 3. Okay. Uh, Army of Two, The Devil's Cartel, and Battlefield Hardline. So, Dead Space. I mean, if you cut it dry, your biggest thing is Dead Space if 1 you look and at, 2. If you look at their, at their games lineup, it's essentially their B, B, I, I don't know how B films, whatever the fucking game equivalent is, B films. We just call them B tier. Yeah. They're not like... I think B-tier with two A-tier hits. Yeah. Being Dead Space and Dead Space 2. Mm-hmm. I'm not considering Dead Space 3 A-tier. I'd throw hard lines in there. I mean, it's I'd throw hard lines as like a B-plus or an A-minus. Mm. Because we all said it's Battlefield 4. Yeah. Well, DLC. Like, mm-hmm. it's not... I don't think it was bad, but it wasn't anything amazing. Yeah. But <laughs> that, that might have been the, the same case... You're living at the time, like you did Hardline, which from what all of us viewers and players saw went, this is Battlefield 4 DLC. This couldn't have taken that much to get you going, right? Mm-hmm. So then how long, like, we say it's been three years that they've been in 
working on this. In theory, that's about right. Because she left three years ago. Hardlines came out in 2015, so. Right, and Amy left in 2014, I believe, mm-hmm. to go there. Yep. So it's been at least three years because she went there to work on that. So it was either had it started just before she got there or you know, as she got there. So Okay, so just for the sake of uh, entertainment. So it would be five years was the projection to have this thing done. Say you are a... I fire myself. Decision maker oh, at I, EA. And based on their previous catalog, like... Visceral's previous? Yep. Okay. They make games that have good story, Dead Space. Not necessarily like, you know, crazy groundbreaking graphics or anything like that. I mean, one and two are pretty good. Yeah. Um... You go into a meeting where they pitch the game, what they have going, mm-hmm. and you have Amy Henning, who's been leading the writing team and creative team. So you have this crazy, you have a fuck ton of just written content. Yep. Concept art. But you have a game that's like janky, buggy, fucking obviously not running right. Right. What do you do? Like and you this, look this at is current, happening now, like and you're been, looking at the current landscape of games. Like this has been three years, yeah. And I get to this point, and I go, like, because it's like, hard do for I, me to believe someone of do I install a vote of no confidence? <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars. I'm just gonna say, like, the point I'm getting at is they probably took all the content that was made and said, "Well, don't we just turn this into." Destiny. Oh, yeah, but I'm sure they scrapped a bunch of it at the same time. Like, you're losing writing, you're losing everything else if you're going to really start trying to remake this game in a certain way. Yeah, but at the same time, when it when it comes to scrapping a game like that, usually they take what's already, like, written and made and then just slightly skew it to work for... Yeah. Which dep- can depends, usually come out really ugly. But, but it, de- it depends on how much they're skewing it. Yeah. Because you could, you could have to essentially just go, all right, well, we have assets, and that's about it. You know what's really sad about this is when we were playing PlayStation VR when I first put it on, I was fucking around, I was doing stuff. The f- one of the first thoughts I had was, man, a Dead Space game would be fucking amazing on VR because mm-hmm. they like they had that going. Uh, like the first one with the way the UI was, it was like built right. into the game suit and everything. Right. Like it would have worked great on yeah. VR. There was uh... and the jump scares and the environment. It, God, at at that board meeting, she would have had to have sold the shit out of me to for me to stay. Yeah, keep going because the other thing is, I'm looking at the finances that we've spent in that game. They could have already thrown a hundred million dollars at this game at this point. Maybe in labor costs and wait, who's it giving to? EA Vancouver. All right, I'm just gonna see what they've been doing. Um. And it's because mm. it, it's hard to get into a corporate room where I'm sure that those corporate people aren't gamers; they're businessmen. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what that's so, what leads me to that con- like what the conclusion I was steering you towards, which was if as, I, as a business decision, if I had Amy Henning's writing and like her creative direction and all the game stuff already in place, all the story stuff already in place, right. 
but the game engine and the physical game itself was just shit and wasn't put together right right yet or wasn't going to be for several years fuck it scrap that let's steer let's turn it into something we could make more money off right and that's and i would probably agree with you where it'd be like you have a great idea here and as i point to this invisible whiteboard i have (laughs) i'm like you have a great idea here but your problem is that it's not being executed like you work at ea we have frostbite 4 how is this a problem this game should look good it should work you just saw what happened with Andromeda. You can't come to me with this. Like that would that would mean that would literally be an argument. But like you can't come to me with a game that doesn't work in three years. When I yes, I understand that I had an underperformed Bioware team, but you can't do this. We yeah. just ate the bullet in a single player game because of how bad it was, like functioning wise. Like I'm, the writing and everything might have been fine in and and Anthem and Andromeda, the writing might have been fine, and the story and everything like that. But when the game didn't work, they still shipped it. Yeah, I would say that um, having played some of Andromeda, the game if it if it had been normal Mass Effect quality, like what what the one, two, and three, roughly in that area, right? It would have been passed along fine it's a normal mass effect game right the writing was not it was good it was fine it wasn't fantastic but it was it was mass effect it wasn't yeah have anything on vancouver yet i'm trying to pull up what they've made but like every when i search for ea vancouver all i get is ea canada oh so i don't know if that's ea montreal too i'm pretty sure so i'm not counting that i don't know what that what that is i don't know who in ea canada List way too many games for it to be even two studios. It has to be. There's got to be way more than two studios because probably Edmonton, EA Canada might be Quebec. It lists all the fucking all of EA Sports games. Yep. So and probably where's Skate Four? EA, get your hat out of your ass. Give me Skate. No one. I'm so. I'm sorry. I'm so sick of hearing fucking people like give me Skate Four. Like, all right, cool. We're done. I fucking hate. I'm gonna end this. Oh my god. We're, you, got, you got anything to say? Not really. Because I, th- I think we wrapped up Visceral pretty hard. <laughs> Sorry, other, Visceral. Other, we love you. Yeah. Well, we did I, love you. You're dead now. Yeah. You're dead. Power to be that anybody that worked inside you. I hope they find jobs. Amy, you'll never listen to this, but I, I hope you find something if it's not with them still. Go make another Uncharted game. <laughs> yeah. Actually, go go help write Days Gone. Yes, please fix that fucking train wreck. It's probably not a train wreck. It just doesn't look interesting to me. Yeah, well, because you just call it Last of Us Three. It's it's a it's a bad Last of Us knockoff. Is what it's probably going to be. Well, that's the one problem I have with it. Where it's like you are still on a zombie kick. We got to move. We should have. Speaking of games for services, although we're starting to run here, we're trying to end this. We should fucking talk about Anthem because they're doing a beta. When? Really pumped about that. No one knows. They just said they're doing it. Well, that's not helpful. We yeah. can do it when they do one though. I just do we do it on, if they do a PC? Play. When do we do it on PC? I yeah. The answer is yes. Okay. All right. Let's fucking. It's we're running. All we're right. running here. All right. You know where to find us. I guess. Except for not on SoundCloud anymore because I said screw that. So still the site gamers two dot com, <laughs> Facebook slash gamers two podcast. 
and any other podcast services, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, nine other ones that I can't remember the name of. You'll find us. You'll hear us. Bye-bye. Peace. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.